whatever really happened to dudes calling each other best friends? Dave and John grew up in the 80s in New Jersey, and they did everything together. They were the quintessential best friends until they became teenagers and Dave moved away. Fast forward to today, and these two 40-somethings reconnected and decided to not only be besties again, but to put on a podcast and share their reunion with anyone who will listen. Welcome to Fat, Dumb, and Happy. Yes. All right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Fat, Dumb, and Happy. This one's going to be a great one, actually. We hope that, you know, you get comfy, get cozy, and be sure to stay with us as we talk about sleep and dreams. I am your host for this episode. This is Jonathan here. I got with me always my bro host, Dave. Dave, how's it going? What's up, John? And, of course, we're joined by our in-house special guest expert, Ben. Ben, how's it going? Going great. Thanks. Awesome. Now, Ben, I hear we also have another special guest today. Who's that going to be? It's my daughter, Faith. She loves writing down her dreams the moment she wakes up. Oftentimes, she'll share it with her sister or something. And she's gotten into this habit of doing that and become a real expert on remembering her dreams. And so we're going to talk with her in a little bit, too, and understand how things have changed for her and just maybe hear a couple of her stories. Oh, that's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to that part of this. All right. Awesome. As always, we have, as part of our Fat, Dumb, and Happy podcast, we always eat something related to our topic. Ben, what do you got going on there, sir? Well, it was kind of tricky this time to think of something <laughs> for the theme, but by this, I got candy because it made me think of how on Halloween, I would just eat a ton of candy the Halloween night, and every Halloween night, I would have crazy dreams. And it was weird for me specifically because I don't know why, I think everybody has weird dreams on Halloween nights, I think, but... I felt like mine were continuations of the previous Halloween's dream. <laughs> like I would have this, like <laughs> nice. those TV shows where they show like previously on, you know, they show like what happened the last episode. <laughs> My dreams yes. would always have this like recap of something. And it was always like, I don't know, superpower or monster related, you know, I mean, it made sense kind of because of Halloween. I just would dream about superheroes and monsters and stuff like that. But yeah, it felt like I always had a recap of last year's dream. I don't know. I mean, of course, it's a year later, so I don't really know if that's what happened the previous thing. But I do remember that that was one thing that stuck out at me, like, wait a minute, it was something that I had before because I would remember at least that little <laughs> recap thing I'd have every Halloween night. <laughs> Dude, I am jealous because that I would love a previously on dream. That is so right. funny. So funny, man. I love it. Yeah. So what about you, John? Okay, so Ben, you're right. This was a difficult topic to choose a food-related thing. We're talking about sleeps and dreams, right? So Dave did a lot of research and he was talking to me about how he's will give you weird dreams like if you eat it before you go to bed and this was a little bit harder for me as well because i just moved last weekend and literally have like nothing in my fridge i got a bunch of condiments in my fridge that's about it and i happen to have (laughs) one box of fondue now for those who knew me growing up fondue was in my house i love it i eat it way more often so it's no longer as special as it used to be so right now i am munching down on some cheese fondue right now we're gonna see what kind of wacky dreams i have tonight 
What about you, Dave? Yes, I want to report. Dude, I want to report. Text me tomorrow. Tell me what you <laughs> dreamt about. You got it. All right. So, you know, I just decided to have a melatonin gummy. Sometimes I just eat those by the handful. I don't know if that's bad for you or not, but uh, <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to. No, I'm just kidding. No, I actually, this is going to sound totally random and weird, but I picked sunflower seeds. So the reason why I picked sunflower seeds is one, I love them. I eat them all the time, especially on road trips. And speaking of road trips, there was one in particular where I ate so many that the night that I arrived at the location and went to bed, I had this dream where my mouth was like chalk full of sunflower seeds. Like I could not close my lips. It was just like full of these seeds. And I'm using my finger to dig out in my dream and I'm scooping them all out. And like, I don't remember getting to a point where I got them all out, but it was like so realistic. I could feel it. I could taste it. It was the worst. You know, I eased up on the sunflower seeds that trip, uh, but it didn't stop me <laughs> overall. I still love sunflower <laughs> seeds. Um, I got just the kernels this time, so it wouldn't be so loud and crazy, but I love them. David, David's my brand. I mean, that's my name, so I got to stick with the David sunflower seeds. My favorite kind is the black pepper. You guys like sunflower seeds? Oh, yeah. I do, but nobody ever has a kid tell me that you're not supposed to like eat the shell. So I eat the whole thing. Yes. <laughs> I used to do that too, dude. Just like munch it down. Yep. I do that with pumpkin seeds. Uh, I yeah. don't even bother to try to shell them or whatever, but sunflower seeds, that's part of it, man. It just keeps me awake, keeps my mouth going. So, because I can snooze and cruise, man, I'm driving and I can get sleepy. And so that's not good. So, contrary to popular belief, I do know where my salad section is at the grocery store. And <laughs> so, like, I'll get. Uh, they got, you know, like toppings for your salad and stuff. I'll get sunflower seeds from there because I already deshelled everything. That I, and I usually, you know, if I ever eat a salad, I'll usually put them in there. I really like them with the salad to get that little bit of crunch. Oh, yes. But uh, yes. yeah, I'll just go buy those. And sometimes I'll just eat those by themselves. <laughs> That's so funny, dude. You're like, you go to the salad section and just get the sunflower seeds. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll take some. Let's see. I'm here in the healthy salad section. Let me get some sunflower seeds and some bacon bits. There we go. Just kidding. That's <laughs> awesome. But you're right, dude. I, I love sunflower seeds on a salad. It makes that, yeah, that crunch and that salty. And, oh, so good. All right. So let's get to the main topic here, talking about sleep and dreams. We're going to kick it off with sleep. You guys, I love sleep and I don't get enough of it. What are some of your sleep habits? Are there things that you have to do, routines before you go to bed, certain positions, things like that? Well, when I was a kid, I often slept flat on my back, and now I can't. It just hurts my back too much. So I'm definitely a yes. side sleeper. Definitely, I need some wind down time of something, you know, um, like reading or something to kind of get myself in a better place. Do you have a side that you usually start off on? Have you paid attention to that? I usually am on my right side when I lay down. You know, yeah. I have a CPAP machine, and so that's kind of annoying, I think, probably to my wife, Wendy. So I think that's part of it, too, is that I don't want it, like, blowing near her or anything like that, you know. So so you're on the right side of the bed then, too? Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So I'm on the left side, and I start off on my right, and then it just as I'm falling asleep or getting close, I flip over to my left. It's kind of weird, but that's that's my usual routine that way. What about you, John? So, first of all, shout out to all you sleep apnea people like me and Ben. Um, <laughs> yeah, so like I have severe sleep apnea. Before I got on the CPAP machine, I stopped breathing 105 times an hour. Wow. And, yeah, it's crazy because I didn't realize that's what I had. 
And then, uh, you know, I go to work all groggy and just drain throughout the whole day. Now, I'm the opposite of you, Dave. I hate sleep. I don't really care about it. Like right now, going back to real quick to the positions, I'm, I'm similar to Ben. I'm on the left side of the bed. Even though I got the whole thing to myself, I still sleep on the left side. But uh, with my CPAP, you know, I always start out on my right side. I won't. I can't fall asleep if I'm not on my right side, but always wake up on my back every time. Mm. Every time. Yeah, and so as far as a routine, I really, yeah, I've got the one of the worst routines ever. I sit there, like I try to go to bed early, but I'll just sit there and play on my phone forever until I fall asleep way after I attempted to go to sleep. So, you know, I'd be like, okay, we 11.30, I'm going to go to sleep. And like 12, 15, 12, 30 rolls around and I'm still looking at videos. So it's, it's a terrible, terrible habit. For me, I don't, you know, I know we're going to talk about, you know, alarm clocks and things like that. But like my body right now is adjusting to a new schedule and stuff. So like my alarm is set for 4.55 a.m. And I'm usually up like clockwork at 4.15. So, Dang. yeah, it's, you know, kind of sucky, but it is what it is. And then rinse and repeat every day. <laughs> Even the days I'm off, I'm still up that early. It's like, it's ridiculous. Sorry, man. I feel like, yeah, no human should get up before 5 a.m. That seems just too early, but <laughs> it is what it is, man. And that's cool. You have the routine down. So I had a period in my life when I was working and I uh, was dealing with a lot of chronic pain. And I just woke up like no matter what time I went to bed, I woke up four hours later and could not get back to sleep. And Dang. so, you know, if I went to bed at 10, <laughs> I'm waking up at two in the morning and I can't sleep. And I'm basically up the rest of the night, you know, and exhausted later in the day. So I ended up like staying up a little later. So I would kind of wake up at a more closer to normal hour. But it was <laughs> it was rough for a while there. As a kid, it didn't matter when I went to sleep for a long time. I was waking up and they come downstairs and I'd look at the clock and it was 627 every single time. That magic hour. It was so weird, you know, as a little kid that I just would always do that. You know, even if we had like, I don't know, just a, a late night or something like that, I just still would wake up then. 627. That's awesome. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I, I remember as a kid, I think I talked about it in the cartoon episode, man. We'd have sleepovers and we'd stay up super late and I would still get up super early, ready to watch those cartoons. So definitely on the weekends, but even even on the weekday too. And I am I'm sleep deprived by like years, I think. So I, I, that's why I love sleep so much. And I'm able to to get a little better than you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> what about pillows? You guys, I have not found my dream pillow yet. Like I know when it's too poofy or too flat, but uh, what are you guys into? What kind of pillow works for you? So for me, uh, I got to have one of those like cooling bamboo type pillows. Um, oh, yes. Because if I get too hot, you know, I just, I won't be able to sleep well. Now, don't get me wrong. Those four, four, maybe five hours of sleep I get, there's no REM cycle in there. That doesn't exist for me. Um, but like, I can tell in the middle of the night that my pillow is not cool anymore. And while I'm sleeping, I'll flip my pillow to the cooler side and get back to sleep that way. Yep. Yep. Wow. I've you never bet. tried those before. I don't feel like I've found that perfect pillow. I, I definitely don't like it too poofy or too flat. I think it's probably more on the poofy side. But yeah, I think my big fat head just flattens it out over time and I need a new one after a while. <laughs> <laughs> fat head, that's funny. Yeah, I, uh, right now I have like a gel type cooling something that's, yeah, I like that about it. And I would say it's on the flatter side, but man, you know those super flat ones where you're like, you got to fold it in half to make it be like anything, stick your yeah. arm under it and Yeah. Or the reverse, you know, where it's so poofy, dude, your neck's like crane because it's just like, oh, too much. So, yeah, finding that sweet spot is critical. I don't know but, if my memory is off, but do you remember 
I felt like we inherited the leftover pillows, <laughs> you know, like the family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like the older ones yeah. got the new pillows and we got these flat ones that have been flattened for, you know, six kids, six kids above us or whatever, you know? Yeah. Right. We were probably folding ours in quarters, dude. We folded in half and then again. It's so bad. Yeah. We were the leftover guys. Yeah, the flat's no good. It's like I actually just bought some just to kind of see. But like the two that I have, I just got mine at Costco because Costco you can return for life. So if they flatten out, you can return it for free and get new ones. So Ooh, there you go. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that either. That's like worth the membership fee right there. <laughs> oh, you can turn you can return anything for life there. That's ridiculous. Hello for life. That's what I'm talking about. That's awesome, dude. All right, I don't know about you guys, but I have to have something. Like, I, as far as, like, a covering, I can't not sleep with at least even a sheet. I have to have something over me. Is that the same for you guys? Yeah, for me at least. Got to have a sheet. Sometimes if it's really hot, like, I might kick one, have one leg hanging out of yes. the sheet maybe. But I still right. got to pull it up the leg. kind of, like, by my face, you know? I got to have a little bit right, right by me. Yeah. Yeah, Ben, you're definitely right. I had a down comforter that I just actually had to throw away because it had a lot of food stains on it. Yes, <laughs> I, I eat bed a lot. Um, but no, listen, so in my apartment, we kept it at 68 degrees. If one of us was there, we kept it at 68. And I'd also have like a desk Ooh. fan blowing on my face and a ceiling fan going at the same time. Mm. So like I'd snuggle <laughs> up in this beautiful down comforter that was so, like it stayed cool as well. But like, and then, you know, if I was in there for a bit, then, yeah, I'd have to kick the old leg out and kind of cool off a little bit, and then they could go back under, but, yeah. Dude, I love the kicking the leg out thing, man. I do that all the time. But I the, the two fans, the 68 degrees, you, like, can <laughs> see your breath. That's that's awesome, man. Yeah. The fan has a nice benefit of being, like, white noise, you know? Um, yep. It just kind of drowns out sound a little bit better, too, you know? So if there is any other kind of clock ticking or cats meowing outside or something like that you know well nothing's getting over the noise of the cpap for me so <laughs> that's that's true yeah. pjs yeah i usually have some kind of pj bottoms like either pj shorts right. or pj pants and then like you know t-shirt i keep forgetting you live in cold weather now yeah i can't do that here totally yeah nice. what about falling asleep to tv or radio or anything like that when i was a kid I could never fall asleep to a radio. Like I kind of wanted to sometimes, but it would always keep me up. It would always, always keep me up. Nowadays, I don't listen to the radio as much like at night, but I can fall asleep while I'm, like a show is playing and I miss like what I was. I can't even remember where I was at. <laughs> you know, I just am gone and then I have to wake up and get, get up and go to bed. You know, I'm yeah. the same way quite a bit with you, Ben, because People that it just weirds me out. People that can fall asleep to music and to TV, like the TV playing. Now it's a little bit different. Like when I'm trying to go to sleep because I'm focusing on my sleep. If it's like during the you know seven o'clock, eight o'clock in the evening, and and I had a long day and you know I didn't get much sleep the night before, I'll fall asleep during a TV show. Absolutely, that I can do. But like to sleep, sleep, I can't do that. It's just too much distraction for me. Yeah. When I was a kid, it was like my favorite thing to do, dude. It was like put on a movie I've seen so many times and just crash to it. Like, I don't know. I don't know how long I would even last. I'd probably get in a good 10, 15 minutes maybe, but then just be out. I don't know why I loved it so much, but it was like, I guess just the comfort of like, I know this movie, how it goes and just kind of a white noise, I guess maybe. But yeah, nowadays I don't do it like on purpose, but it happens all the time, especially if it's like a, like a movie I'm not 
super interested in like my kids laugh about how i totally was out like just a couple of minutes into the my little pony movie we yeah. watched it together how there was dare you not watch that whole thing i know dude i was done there was one uh <laughs> drive through that we went to a double feature and i didn't last like 60 seconds into the kid movie i did, and i didn't do it on purpose but i was out and they woke me up like at the credits and i was done dave and- you've mentioned that before to where you know, with those movies, you know, that you know so well that it doesn't matter if you miss it or fall asleep to. I feel like those are like good nap movies, but not like yeah. go to sleep movies. Yeah, no, I understand that too. Even before I was married, I would do that still, even at bed sometimes, like at nighttime, I'd put it on. But it is weird, man, to like wake up in the middle of the night to like, you know, <laughs> noise or whatever. And so, yeah, it's it's definitely a nap time thing is better. And speaking of naps, are you guys nap guys? Do you guys do the nap thing or no? I fall asleep at work sometimes. Does that count? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Does awesome. that count? So I have a coworker that has struggled a time or two, and he sits in the back. Nobody's like by him, so he can just kind of sneak a snooze. I don't think he does it on purpose necessarily, but it was kind of early on with him starting at work, and he's right by the community printer. So I printed like blank pages to like wake them up and like <laughs> warn them if the boss is coming because I'm like, dude, you can't be just sleeping at work, man. Anyways, <laughs> it's kind of funny. That's funny. Yeah, as far as naps are concerned, I don't like to take naps because I always wake up after a nap with a really bad headache. Uh, I just get these bad nap headaches and it usually eases up after a little while after I've been awake, but that first little bit when I first wake up, oh man, my head is throbbing. And so I don't yeah. like to take naps, but like I said before, when, when I've had like a number of nights where I'm only sleeping four hours a night, eventually I can't help it. I do have a little nap you know, somewhere here or there, you know, so I definitely need naps once in a while just to kind of catch up a little bit, but man, I pay for it. So I kind of try to avoid it when I can. <laughs> yeah. You're not alone in that. Go ahead, I feel John. like taking a nap, like for me, cause I'll get four or five hours of sleep and then you know, I go through work all day long and, you know, I could probably take a quick nap on the bus, but, you know, there's people on the bus and just like naps for me. I feel like if I take a nap after work at any point, I will not go to sleep. Like, you know, mm. I'll be up until one or two because like I just won't be able to fall back asleep. It's ridiculous. So I'm a power napper. Like if I can get a 10, 15, maybe yeah. up to 30 minute nap, it works wonders for me if I'm dying dragging. And there's times when like helping one of the kids when they were younger, like read or read to them. And I'm going cross-eyed because that book is covered in chloroform and just knocking me out. Like I have to finish the book and then be like, all right, I'm going to shut my eyes for 15 minutes. And then, you know, I wake up and I'm rejuvenated, refreshed and, and good to go. You guys ever sleepwalk? No. As far as I know, I haven't. I don't think so. But I do remember when we were in Scouts, there was, do you guys remember Jeremy? And it's possible I'd have this memory not perfect. So <laughs> someone may email me the corrections if I'm wrong on this. But what I remember was he walked up to us. We were like playing cards or something late at night. And he got out of his tent and walked up to us and started talking to us. And we suddenly realized this guy's not awake. <laughs> like he wasn't wow. he wasn't making sense, you know, like he wasn't, you know. And so we're like, go back to bed, Jeremy. <laughs> and he he left and I don't know whether someone pulled a prank on him or if he just did something goofy, but my memory was that he woke up on top of the roof of the latrine like building 
<laughs> like, wow. dude, what? he's like, oh man, how did I get up here, guys? You know, no oh, way, no way. <laughs> and it was the craziest <laughs> thing I've ever, I've never seen anything like that. I've had a couple of kids that have walked up in sort of a sleepy state. I wasn't quite sure they were fully awake either. Haven't I had a nightmare or something like that? But I've never seen anything quite like that. It was that was crazy. It's okay, Ben. Like eighty-two percent of the show is revisionist history. So if you got it slightly wrong, it's okay. Yeah, that's right. We'll not to worry about it. <laughs> yeah, Ben. I remember you telling me a story about Jeremy walking and talking in his sleep. And the story that I remember that I've passed on to people was that he came up to you guys and said, "Mom, mom, I'm thirsty." <laughs> like go back to bed jeremy does that sound familiar <laughs> that did that did ring a bell for me i totally forgot <laughs> about that but again like i said this is like you know 30 plus years ago so right apologies, apologies jeremy if you're listening <laughs> if i'm getting this wrong but but yeah i think it was something <laughs> like that uh, i have talked in my sleep as far as i know at least one time and it was crazy because it was like my first week at, at college and my roommate kind of freaked out because he didn't know me at all. You know, I didn't know this guy. Apparently in my sleep, I said, burn everything, burn everything in the middle. <laughs> and I kind of like sat nice. up when I did it. I sat up when I did it. And he's like, go back to bed, Ben. And, and I just kind of like, okay. And I just went back to bed. And I don't know. I don't know what it was or why. I've never heard of myself doing that before. But that was the one instance I do know I apparently talked in my sleep. Burn everything. If I'm depleted, like, I mean, I'm just gone. Like, a couple weekends ago, I told you, I, you know, when we did the move, I think in, in two days between the time I got up Friday morning to Monday morning, 1030 a.m., I slept probably maybe five hours that whole time. And, like, times like that, when I know I'm just going to zonk out, I have caught myself, like, I could tell, like, I would be having a conversation about whatever I'm dreaming about, and I'd be like... <laughs> And I would talk and I'd hear myself talking and I'd be like, okay, go back to bed. Like I tell myself that like, oh, shh, you know, stop talking, you know, things like that. But <laughs> that's awesome, dude. That's so funny. Yeah. I had a buddy tell me that his roommate jumped up on a table and was like, we got to get out of here. Everything's on fire. <laughs> like it's burning. Get out of here. Like in his sleep. So that reminded me of that when you were telling us Ben about burn everything. That's so funny, dude. Do you imagine waking up? I am up definitely there? a talker. <laughs> no, I know. I'd be freaking out. Yeah, yeah. And I'm surprised he didn't wake himself up too, you know? But um, I'm a big time talker in my sleep. Kathy's heard all kinds of stuff. Telling jokes, laughing. Yeah. I've done impressions. I've, uh, yeah. So I even had an app on my phone that would record sounds in the night. And they caught me, yeah, saying stuff, like crazy stuff. Like, thanks a lot, Malcolm, or something like that. And I don't even know anyone named Malcolm. <laughs> I was like, uh, what is that about? Yeah, one time I did Arnold Schwarzenegger. I was like, get down, get to the chapel. It was pretty funny. So, yeah, in high school, I had a couple friends tell me during a sleepover, I sat up and just went, <laughs> I just started like howling like a dog or something, sort of. Uh, anyway, so I do crazy stuff in my sleep for sure. I definitely remember you talking in your sleep, but most of the time, like I would say 80% of the time, I couldn't even really make out what you were saying. Like it was more mumbly, you know what I mean? And so that's really funny. You're doing like impersonations and stuff like that and all kinds of things. That's hilarious, dude. Yeah. So one of my favorite things in the world is when I wake up, I'm like crazy exhausted and I'm like, how much time is left? And I look at the clock and it's like 
1 a.m. or something like that. That and I'm like, is a great yes. feeling. I yes. love that. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite extreme, you know, when you're super exhausted, you wake up and you look and there's like five minutes left. You're like, no. <laughs> yeah. That is the worst thing in the world. Yeah. The range of emotions you can go through while you're sleeping. But I'll tell you, when you're getting some actually good quality <laughs> sleep and you're kind of deep into it a little bit and then you do wake up accidentally in the middle of the night or something like that, you know, and you're like, oh, my gosh, it's only 2.30 in the morning. Like, holy cow. This is awesome. I got another four yes. hours I can sleep. But you're right. That oh, I've only got five minutes left. I did not sleep well. You know, that's the, yeah, the range of emotions there is crazy. And then, you know, if you got, you know, look, we're old, man. Sometimes you got to get up and go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. Like, you try to keep that sleepiness going, you know. You're like, Yes. <laughs> be like, all right, stay asleep. Don't turn on the light. Don't turn on the light. You know, whatever you can do to stay like, asleep, fall back asleep. Barely opening your eyes. Yeah, exactly. Dude. Yes. <laughs> you know, for me, I often would have, remember during my college years, it didn't matter when my class was, whether it was eight or nine or 10. Like I often would wake up just about 12 minutes before I, wherever I set the alarm, you know, and just enough that maybe I could, try to like kind of like a snooze you know but not maybe not you know and so often i just yes. be laying there periodically looking back at the clock and seeing if it was time or not you know like oh gosh yes uh, the flip side of it too is when i have like a flight or something like that and i knew i needed to get up at like you know three in the morning or something to get to the airport in time or something and i would set the alarm and then my brain would be just like worried that i was going to sleep through the alarm or something like that and so yep. I'm just like throughout the whole night, like every hour yep. I would be like waking up and checking. Is it time? Is it time? Those are the most miserable nights. You know? I am terrible that way. Yeah, you're not wrong. And that's interesting you say that because, you know, a lot of people think that, you know, maybe that's just not common or anything. But if I ever have an early morning flight where I know I absolutely cannot miss it. There are times where I'll just stay up. Like, out of fear of missing the flight, I'll just stay up the whole entire night and just sleep on the plane. Yes. And it's just, it's ridiculous. But you're right. You're absolutely right. And then, you know, I'm usually up about 40 to 45 minutes before my alarm. But it's so weird. My body is just like, usually when I'm setting my alarm for, you know, 4.55, you know, I'll wake up at 4.51, 4.52 before my alarm even goes off most of the time. And my body just doesn't like clockwork. It's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Are you guys snoozers? Do you ever do the snooze button like back in Absolutely the day? Absolutely hate no? it. Will not do it. I don't do it. Yeah, no, I can't. I end up just like anticipating it the whole time. And so I can't sleep because I'm like picking up how many more minutes it might be till it goes off again. Do you guys, yep. your alarm, is it like one of the annoying type alarms or like uh, you have something peaceful you wake up to? So mine, I use my Apple Watch actually, and it is like, gentle and soft and it's, it's enough to wake me up but it's like that's nice it's just right for me for sure yeah so i wake up to maybe you ever heard the version of over the rainbow by his name is israel something big yes he was a big hawaiian dude uh, but he played yeah. on the ukulele that's what i wake yeah. up to. yes it's so peaceful waking up to something that is you know somebody that's angry or yelling or you know people out in the yard or you know something like that to like when you live in an apartment complex obviously you got all types of people you know people that are revving their engines that are things like that just upset me like i start out my day just oh, yeah. awful because i'm not being woken up naturally you know things like that and it's just like it's really yeah. annoying so i wouldn't mind waking up like i was in coming to america that'd be nice some classical music <laughs> and my own orchestra yes. <laughs> yeah. yes 
Through my alarm in high school, it had this little subtle click just before it went off. And the alarm sound was, you know, is a classic, terrible buzzer sound. Uh, and uh, I, uh. My, and my body and my mind were trained to, at the click, like, like turn it off and <laughs> kill it before that alarm went off. Because, man, you get to a point, you have to, like, change your alarm up every so often. Because after a while, that sound just whatever it is is like mm, that's what wakes me up i hate that thing now you know remember we had early morning seminary actually at john's house and i got a ride from somebody else and oftentimes he would not show <laughs> he did not show and he told me i'm so sorry dude i you know hit the snooze and i forgot how many times i hit the snooze you know and then it was just like really and so i told him dude you gotta like you know he'd turn it off and then fall back asleep accidentally you know and I said, well, just put your clock like across the room. So you have to get up to turn it off. And he's like, it doesn't matter. Like I did that once and I just like pulled the cord out. You know? <laughs> <laughs> still, he found a way. <laughs> Some people you oh, know, have a really funny. hard time. They're just not early birds, you know? Yep. 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 I have a kid like that. That's pretty hard to wake up. And we just plan on a few. We just do the snooze thing for her. <laughs> every 10 15 minutes we so we we start waking her up you know way early but whatever that's how it is all it right reminds me of what about bob <laughs> they're trying yeah. to wake him up <laughs> all like jumping out of jumping out of then the alarm goes off and he wakes right up <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i love that scene dude that scene's so funny it's awesome you mentioned about the uh, flying yeah. on the airplane and that's probably the most uncomfortable place i've ever slept it's so, yep. to me, it's always not, not comfortable to sleep on a plane. No, it's, it's really not. But that's why sometimes like I'll book an early flight just like that. So I can stay up the whole night, purposely sleep on the plane. So I can sleep the whole duration of the flight. Like I'll be, I'll be knocked out before we even take off. And then, mm, um, nice. yeah. And then, you know, by the time we're just waking up, we're about to land. And so that way I don't got to worry about anything else and just kind of, worry about me and that's it and then bring like a hoodie or something like that so i can put that up against the window and then just sleep that way but yeah a couple of times that i had to fly to japan for work and that like 11 hour flight was uh pretty much a nightmare <laughs> it's like the worst man because you fall asleep for a bit and you wake up and you're so out of it and you're like what time is it really and uh i don't know i have a hard time with that for sure but but i i could see how like a decent you know hour two hour maybe three hour flight here in the states like setting that up so that you're sleeping the whole way and just avoid the whole everything about the airplane that'll be sweet man yeah one day i'll be rich enough right. to buy one of those uh, first class cabins to have the full pullout bed and everything oh yes <laughs> hey thanks so much for listening to part one of this episode stay tuned for more fun in part two